Welcome to the Selling from the Heart podcast, your home for authentic, effective, and socially integrated sales strategies to help you master the art of selling. Join your co-hosts, Larry Levine and Daryl Amy, along with some of the world's best sales thought leaders and practitioners as we explore ways to help you grow your sales. And welcome back to the Selling from the Heart podcast. Your co-host, Daryl Amy, here today with Larry Levine. What's going on, Larry? Actually, we're getting to that time of year, Daryl. And, you know, for some reason, it always this conversation always winds to weather. So I'm actually going to whine about the weather because I finally had to break out a jacket. So we're getting a massive cold front coming into Southern California. Oh, wow, man. So, so <laughs> rough. Come on, man. I was just talking to my uh, friend in Denver that's sitting under a foot of snow. You got nothing to complain about. But hey, it is, um, we're recording this on Thanksgiving week. And uh, first of all, I just want to give a shout out to our audience and just say a huge heartfelt thank you. It is uh, so much fun and such an honor to interact with some of the most uh, passionate sales professionals on the planet and the Selling from the Heart uh, community the champions, all of that, Larry, is incredible. The uh, group of genuine people that's rising up literally all over the world. Yeah, it was, I think I shared it with you, but just recently, uh, actually the book and the podcast is being listened to and the, and the message has been spread around Pakistan, believe it or not. So I love it. On, however, however many time zones it is between Southern California and Pakistan, the selling from the heart messages made it to Pakistan. <laughs> hey, that's fantastic. By the way, if you're new to the selling from the heart podcast, welcome. You've joined a growing community of sales professionals that are dedicated to being genuine, being authentic, doing the hard work. We call it selling from the heart. And by the way, on this Thanksgiving week, I would be remiss. If we didn't give a shout out to our good friends that send out cards. What an amazing, uh, powerful way to just say thank you. And I'm so appreciative of our friends over there and all of the things they're enabling us to do. No, it's just, it's amazing is I use it all the time, just in a way, just to say thank you and show appreciation. And anytime that I could capture moments and then I can send a heartfelt card out, people remember that stuff and they just, they don't throw them away. They literally don't. I mean, I've never, in fact, I was talking to somebody just the other day and I remember when Bart Ratliff sent me my very first send out card. Then it almost made me cry, by the way, because it had a picture of my book on the front. He said, congratulations for releasing Selling from the That's Heart. So good. But people, people remember that. They put them on their, I mean, every card I've gotten, it's in my office or it's on the mantle or it's somewhere and I show them all. Yeah, I know. It's so cool. And by the way, if you haven't tried this out yet, go to cards.sellingfromtheheart.net. That's cards.sellingfromtheheart.net and give it a try. You can actually send your first one for free. And uh, send a note to somebody. I'm just going to challenge you this uh, Thanksgiving week. Send a note to somebody you appreciate and say thank you. Speaking of people that we're thankful for, uh, <laughs> this is going to be a fun conversation, Larry. I can already tell uh, just from the pre-show banter. Um, and I just got to say to our audience, get ready. Get ready to grow because this is going to be uh, one you're going to want to put a, a asterisk beside and go back and listen to over and over again. Why don't you introduce our guests and let's let's get rolling, Larry? 
No, well, so this is actually, for those that are avid listeners to the Selling from the Heart podcast, this is only the second time we've had a dynamic duo on Selling from the Heart, because usually it's <laughs> it's Daryl and I and a singular guest, so now it's plural, and we have, I, I wow, but I'm going to let them share their stories, but I've enjoyed getting to know Stephanie and Anna Scheller, wow, uh, just just the amount of passion that they have for the sales community is, is second to none. So without further ado, Anna and Stephanie, welcome. Welcome to Selling from the Heart. We're so excited. Yes. <laughs> hey, this is going to be Show a more excitement. Show more excitement. <laughs> it's going to be the echo chamber. <laughs> this is a little bit. This, this is the challenge with having two people hey, on, right? It's going to be fun, but you know, you know the question all of our guests get, and I'm really looking forward to hearing uh, your take on on this question. So I'll just throw it out there, and you guys can jump in. Um, but like, what does it mean to you when you hear the words "selling from the heart"? Do you want to go first, Anna? Sure, I'll go first. Thank you. Well, to me, selling from the heart is is okay. It's going to sound weird, but it's really the heart of selling because we've grown up with such stereotypes of what selling is and we all know what selling is not which is what a lot of people think selling is but selling from the heart is really about serving from the heart it's about reaching and making a, a genuine connection with people and wanting to give them the very best outcome possible that you can and that often means we have to step out of ourselves in order to be present with the customers. So selling from the heart is about a heart-to-heart connection with the people you're called to serve. Yeah. Well, I, I love it. And I just, there, there's a couple things that are, that are about that, that I just want to pick apart real quick. And then Stephanie, I'd love to hear yours is what prevents that from happening? Because that's music to my ears when I hear serve yeah. and I hear, you know, the heart part of this, why, you know, why, 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 especially in this day and age, why are we, why do you feel it's so necessary to, to bring up the word, you know, we have to serve in the heart. Why is that so important? You know, we live in an age that information is at everybody's fingertips. It is, if I want to buy a car, all I have to do is go online. I can hit CarMax or car this or car that. I can actually pick a car. But if I really want to develop a relationship with somebody, if I really want to become their best go-to person to help them solve their problems, I have to go past information. And I have to get, I have to, get to that one-on-one connection because we're not a commodity. We are there to help people find solutions to their problems or to help them realize a desire that they have. Well, and and we're, we're in this like social media society, right? We're seriously lacking that connection anymore. I mean, even now, right. What are people doing as they're listening to this podcast? They're in the gym surrounded by people they're not talking to, or they're driving to work surrounded by people they're not talking to, or they're sitting at work surrounded by people they're not talking to. I mean, we're craving that connection and we don't know how to get it anymore because it's kind of like if you don't do a skill for a while, you kind of forget how to do it. Right. Mm -hmm. And so we are losing that connection and that's why we need the service-based 
perspective in sales because we have to remember that our job is here to to serve so that we can connect because people crave that and they're not getting it right now. Oh, that's so good. Uh, Stephanie, anything to add to the selling from the heart thing? Um, I mean, that was actually where I was going to go with it. But I really, I think it's the next generation of sales, right? So for a long yeah. time, it was about how much can you get people, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, how much can you slide in, right? How many upsells can you get? How many cross sells can you get? And how many, how many, I, I had this one uh, coworker when I first started in sales that was like the epitome of sales. He had the slicked back hair and the big cheesy grin and he was short and man. He talked like this and he was always like, look, if you ever need a deal, I got tons of deals. I got tons of deals, Stephanie. I got you. You just come see me. And it just came across so skeezy. And I, we're tired of that as buyers. We're done with that. You can see that the companies that are going out of business are the companies that cling to that. So to me, selling from the heart is the new and way better way to sell that I think everyone's just, everyone is gravitating towards it. And, and selling from the heart is a, a super succinct way of kind of summing up how sales is shifting. You know, it's interesting. And Stephanie brought up something. Um, she brought up the connection word. And this is what I'd, I'd like for us to think about is it's never been so easy than it is today to connect with people. Yeah. But it's, in my opinion, it's even more difficult today, today to get really below the surface and connect at that heart level. It's been, you know, it, it's, it's so easy with a mouse click, right. Or, or on your phone or on an iPad mm-hmm. or whatever device you tend to use, you can connect to anybody all over the world in lickety split time, but it's, what do you do? How do you connect? And what do you do with that? And I always said, you know, we live in this technology driven society is how do we humanize ourselves to get to the heart of what really matters, leveraging the power of technology? Yeah. 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 And I, and I think too, so I run a Twitter chat, USA biz party, which I would love to have you guys join us sometime. We have this Twitter chat and what I have found is that when you start to build a community, when you start to make those heart-to-heart connections, suddenly they're not just participants. They're not just customers. But I'm actually now connecting. I mean, I, I, I can call people within that group that uh, are regular participants, and we are beginning to build relationships. I am starting to understand what their needs are. And now I'm looking at my skill set and go, well, how can I help them accomplish what they want to accomplish? It now becomes a joy to sell. See, selling used to be a chore for me. I used to hate it. I'd be like, oh my gosh, I have to, you know, I have to make so much money or I, I have to meet this quota. And the problem was, is I was the boss. So, you know, I've got, I'm, I'm talking over here because I'm like, you need to, you need to make more money. And the other side is like, oh, but it's so hard. I know. I get it. I get it. Maybe I should have been a control. I think like all entrepreneurs are just a little bit, what's it called? Schizophrenic, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. But when I began, when I began to see that serve, sales was about service, that is my, that is my mojo. That is and that really gets me going. If I can serve you, if I can help you, mm. oh my gosh, the money, yes, I need to get paid. So I needed to learn how to help people get the best. Well, no. No, I know. I, I, I was with money. you through the whole thing. I got it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But. but yeah, I mean, but being able to serve people is, is the ultimate. And it took me from being just a retailer 
to becoming a true salesperson. And Mm -hmm. if I may quote somebody, someone who sells from the heart. I love the heart connection. I love meeting people. I love listening to what they're going through. I love helping them find the solution they're looking for. I love that. And it makes sales fun. Oh, that's so I think it, That's so I good. Think I mean, just saying to be able to look at your career in sales, your role as a sales professional, and to be able to say it's a joy to sell. I mean, what, I mean, what an incredible thing to aspire to, right? I mean, because we all, I think that, you know, I love this selling from the heart audience. I think we've got some sales professionals. Uh, We have thousands of sales professionals that are really um, bought into the idea of being authentic, being genuine, bringing service to this. Um, But the way that you, you articulated that in terms of saying, I was able to reach a point in my sales journey where selling is a joy um, that, I mean, cross stitch that and put that on the wall. I mean, that is, you know, that, what an incredible thing to aspire to. Thank you. I mean, it's just, it was a natural evolution. It it completely changed how I looked at sales and it also changed how I even related to my family. Selling from the heart is not just about getting somebody to put their money in front of you or give you their credit card. Selling from the heart is about communication. It's about putting somebody else's interests ahead of your own. And when you can do that, the the dividends are much bigger, much more amazing than you can even imagine. I love it. I love it. Well, I, you know, one of the things that is so cool is out of this relational network that you've built in this heart of service that I know just like oozes from both of you and in the time we spent together has come this whole movement around helping businesses grow, which is really cool. And I think, uh, of course, uh, I want, I want you to share just a few, a few minutes about the grow retreat. And then I want to shift this conversation to a topic that I know is on the hearts of all uh, and minds of all of our listeners during the month of December, which is how am I going to grow in 2020? But Stephanie, tell me a little bit about the evolution of the, what is the Grow Conference and and how did it all come about? So the Grow Retreat is a two-day live event that we do here in San Antonio, Texas every year. Uh, We always do it in January because it's a great way to kick off your year, right? You're recovering from the holidays. You're starting to really plan for, you know, work and moving things along. And so we started doing this. This will be our fourth year. 2020 will be our fourth year doing this. We started doing it because I went to an event out in California in Palm Springs um, and it was a wealth building event and they got all these people on stage who had certified net wealth of a hundred million dollars or more. And so they get these guys on stage and they are talking about how they got to that level of wealth. And then beyond that, these guys hung out and we actually got to talk with these people and ask them questions. And I just sat there at this event and all I could think was like, we need something like this for business where it's people who have truly made accomplishments in business, right? There's a ton of speakers out there who haven't actually done anything, right? right? (laughs) We need people who've done stuff and know how to help other people do it. Right. Mm -hmm. And then they'll stick around and they're actually going to be available to answer questions so that we can cut the learning curve because where I see most business owners really, really struggle is they get into business, right? And they try and they try and they try. And by the time they figure out how to do it, they figured out what not to do so much that they have no energy left 
to really put full energy into how to do it right. And so then they're not able to grow the business. So that was really where the Grow Retreat came from was, okay, how can we set up an event that is truly going to create growth? Because there's a lot of events you can go to that don't do jack. Right. We wanted something that will actually create growth. I mean, we wanted to be able to track dollars, actual income to the retreat. And that's what we've been able to do with a lot of the people who've attended that I've stayed in touch with. We've been able to track actual income dollars revenue and profits to the stuff they learned at the retreat and that was where it came from and it just blows me away every year no and and i and i applaud you for that stephanie because so often you know i in the sales world i attended a lot of events and then you know in the role i'm at now i speak at a lot of events and there's very few events that really are concerned you know afterwards when i say afterwards what you know what's the reinforcement plan Right. After you leave, because, you know, whether it be a one day event, a two day event, I just use the word rah, rah. There's a lot of rah, rah that happens and you go, oh, you know what? I'm so jacked up. This is what I'm going to do. Yeah. And then you get back. I mean, that's just face it. You get back into your comfort zone as far as now you're back in your comfortable space. You're working, you're doing you're working in the business. And all of a sudden you go, heck, I was at, I was I at was, that event. I was at, I, now, what, what was that all about? <laughs> You don't even remember what you learned to well, be right. because you've gotten back into the habits. You don't even remember you're, and you yeah. go to the next one and you go, oh, yeah, this right. is it. And then, you go back. <laughs> and then um, a month later, it's like, oh, it's the same old, same old. Right. It's like it's Zig Ziglar, right? Motivation is like wash bathing. We, we encourage you to do it daily. Right. You know, and that's what most <laughs> events are about is motivation. And I just got to the point where I was like, I'm so done with motivation like I am so done with, with just the events that are the raw, like I want actual application and I want it done on site because I'm too freaking busy. By the time I get back to my office after taking two to four days off to go to this event, I don't have time to get back to my office and try and figure out how to apply it. So yeah. we just started doing all that stuff on site. Oh, that's so good. I'm excited. I know Larry's excited about speaking at the event. By the way, if you go to thegrowretreat.com, um, I think there's actually some seats available for this, a little bird told me so, which is pretty awesome. Uh, because <laughs> there are. Pretty- I will say there it's, it's invite only. So if you don't have an invitation, if you happen to know Larry, text him. He can yeah. invite you. Um, if, you <laughs> if you don't have an invitation, <laughs> Larry's like, hold on, wait, what? <laughs> But if you don't have an invite, you can go to the website and you can actually schedule an interview and you'll interview with my staff or with me. And at the end of the interview, if we feel like it's a really good fit, then we'll extend an invitation. Um, We do not actually, people are like, Oh, well, I get it. Right. Everyone who interviews gets invited. It's, we actually don't. Um, we, we had to ask someone to leave the very first year. And so we've become very, very clear about who we do invite to join us at the retreat because it, it's a small event. It's 100 people. It makes a big difference who's in the yeah, room. Yeah, I love it. So here's what, I, here's what I'm curious about. So we're sitting at the beginning of December here now. Uh, we're right. staring down a new year, 2020, a banner year. What a cool number for a year. We've all been marketing people like me have been looking forward to this for the decades. Uh, but now we're sitting here at, and I know that our audience um, wants to make more money next year than they made the year before. They want to be more successful next year than the year before. In essence, they want to be uh, a more fulfilled person. 
than they were a year before. And, and there's some, you know, what does that mean? It means we want to grow. We want to grow professionally. We want to grow financially. We want to grow in our personal lives. So here's what I'm curious about. You, you've done three years of grow retreats. You brought together some of the best minds in business. What are some of the things from the perspective of a high performance sales professional, what are some things that you've learned at previous grow retreats that you would say, Hey, why don't you think about this? Why don't you put this into action as you're thinking about 2020? What do y'all think? What would you say? What is, what's the highlight reel? The highlight reel, three years of highlight reel. How much time do we have left? Five minutes. No, five minutes. Oh God! All right. Um, no, let's let's think about like what as a sales professional, which sales professionals are all entrepreneurs, right? We're masters right. of our own destiny. Right. Yeah. We manage our own business. Um, you know, I think a lot of the things. I suspect a lot of the things that business owners are putting into practice to grow their business or the types of things a sales professional really could benefit from. So what do you think? What would you say are the, some of the top things that come to mind? Well, I'll be curious to hear Anna's on this one. And then I'll I'll give a couple do you have any that come to mind right off the bat, Anna? I do. I do. Um, A couple, one, one really big thing that I, I take away from and I'm looking forward to again is that, we have to keep in mind that the process is what drives the activity. So uh, we, we want to have our goals. We want to set them out. But we have to realize that there's a process that we want to engage in every single day. Mm-hmm. And we want to stay faithful and consistent to that process. So for a salesperson, that's going to mean touches to the client and you want to have that process because we all know that not every day you're going to draw in that big sale. We understand that. And we can go maybe a little bit and go, yeah, that's okay. You know, tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. But if we focus on I'm working, I'm making the calls, I'm making the touches, I'm stopping by, I'm visiting, I'm sending the emails, I am connecting, I'm networking and we're doing this in a very systematic manner. We have the potential to accomplish anything. And that is also what can hold us through in the times of discouragement, because Mm -hmm. in sales, you know, how all of us here have been to where that big sale was like this close. And then suddenly it was gone. I just had that happen about three weeks ago. Somebody said, yes, we want to use you. And then two weeks later, they called and said, oh, no, sorry. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, but it happens. And what do we do in those moments? It's what we've been doing that can sustain us through those moments so that we can get to those big paydays. We right. can get to those successes that we're looking for. I say process, system and process is so important. And it's in the details. It's the little things. And I think I've I got a couple as well, but one thing that is you were talking kind of brought to mind, you know, it's the people that you surround yourself with that either, either lift you up or pull you down. Cause we've all had those disappointment moments in sales. You have three or four of them a day. If you're, if you're doing a really good sales job and you're, you're you know, you're running 10, 15 appointments, maybe not that many, but you're right. You, you get those moments where you're just like, and it's who you're surrounded with. 
that is either going to lift you up or drag you down. And I think a lot of times in the sales world, you end up surrounded with people who play the blame game a lot and, and mm-hmm. suffer from that external locus of control, right? Everything is on other people to do or not do. And so we end up, you know, shifting the blame instead of looking at how to improve based mm-hmm. on who we hang out with. So that's, that's been one of my big takeaways is seeing my entire network shift over the past four years has been just phenomenal. It's been huge. And I get to hang out with people I never would have thought I get to hang out with now. Um, the other, the two big, two big ones that I, that kind of jump out from the past few years, we had a speaker last year who uh, was talking about, and he had a plan an actual, he was like, here's how you need to structure your business for when the market goes up. Here's how you need to structure your business for when it goes sideways. Here's how you need to structure your business for when it goes down. He goes, here's the thing. If you have three packages, you will be fine in any market. Oh, that's brilliant. Right. I was like, they have to be the right kind of package. And so that I think was one thing, especially for these sales reps, you're going to have up moments during the year. You're going to have down moments during the year, and you're going to have sideways moments. You have to have a plan for how to keep yourself moving forward through all of them even the up moments, because what happens in sales, right? We have our up. Yeah, it's going great. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. It's the roller coaster, lobster and steak, rice and beans. Yeah. Um, yeah. So having a plan for all three, cause you will experience them through the year. How are you going to address all three of those? And then the last key that really comes to mind is, you know, set goals that are innovative and not just the same old BS every year. Right. All right. You're setting the same goals you set last year. You got to be looking at your life at that point. Something, <laughs> something's going wrong. Yeah, yeah. But, but, but you know, even but even to play off of that, and, and I think it would be. I mean, I do this, and I encourage the people that I work with to do this. If if you're developing a plan, you know, take that plan, replicate it, and give it to somebody else to hold you accountable. Whether that be. A manager, whether that be a mentor or whether that be a coach or even for that matter, a significant other is, you know, so often we do these plans because it's that time of the year where plans are, everyone's talking about it, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Well, it's great. I mean, if you're, you have to have some kind of plan, a roadmap and all that, but if you just, if you just put it together and then you do it for doing it's sake and there's no accountability to that, you know, have somebody else in your close inner circle, hold you accountable to it. And then meet, whether you meet every month or you meet once a quarter or you, you know, you meet every other month. I think it's a key to really helping you guys as you're building Mm -hmm. out and then, you know, hitting your plan. Yeah. And if they have to call you on the carpet and hold you accountable, don't get mad at them. Like that's kind of what you told them to do. (laughs) I've seen people do that where they're like, well, you're just pushing me. I'm like, kind of what you asked me to do, but okay. I think the system and process is so good. And, and Anna, I think I love as sales professionals, and this is a blanket statement, so it's not true across the board, but you know, we think we can uh, rely on our charm and good looks to get, you know, to move things forward sometimes. And we, you know, we kind of cheat, we think we can cheat this system a little bit, but the reality is, I think we all know in our, our honest moments that, um, you know, consistency, um, being doing the right things over and over again, whether we feel like it or not, is the key to being successful in sales and um, surrounding yourself with other winners that can remind you, you know, 
at that roller coaster is created. When you get to the top, you close a big deal, you have a great month and you start to believe your own press and think, well, I don't have to do my plan anymore. And then, yeah, next thing you know, you're down to, you know, rice and beans and, and uh, ramen noodles and, and wondering what's going on. Whereas if we can build that community of people who say, you know what, I'm going to rise above the, you know, the, the negativity and the, this, all the attitude you get in the typical bullpen. And I'm going to actually surround myself with some people. We're going to make a commitment, um, kind of like Napoleon Hill's mastermind team, right? We're going to make a commitment this year together to grow. Imagine what could happen out of that. Well, and you know, and, and you're saying that, and I'm thinking, and think about the selling from the heart community you have. Mm-hmm. You have a community of people who are dedicated to being the best in sales that they can possibly, possibly be. And we want to have, we, we want to encourage each other in this community that what makes us is not the highs, what kills us is not the lows. It's right. about steady. It's about um, holding, holding on and keeping moving. If you have a great day, yay, celebrate. But remember, there's still another day. Yeah. There's still another day. And when you have a, a tremendous community like Selling from the Heart, you have resources. You can listen to this podcast, which, of course, we encourage you to do. But or you can listen to any of the Selling from the Heart podcasts. Get that. And you know what's going to happen is you're going to listen to just the right one you need for the moment you're in. And that is a tremendous blessing to have. So, um, first of all, Larry and Daryl, thanks for I've just really enjoyed being on the podcast. It's fun. And I, I can speak for Stephanie, right, Stephanie? Of course. Well, I hate, hey, hey, Anna, I, I just, I just enjoyed how many times you said selling from the heart. So that was kind of cool. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, what, a, what an incredible conversation. I've been taking notes. I, I told everyone at the beginning of this podcast, you're going to want to just put an asterisk beside this one and go back and listen to this over and over again. But the four things that you brought up about creating a system and a process surrounding yourself with other winners that are positive having three separate plans and setting innovative goals. I mean, I feel like I'm set for my personal retreat at the end of the year. That, that is, uh, that's fantastic advice. And I am, uh, I, I just got to say, I'm encouraged today and inspired. And I'm so thankful for all that, that you're doing um, with the Grow Retreat. And I'm thankful for the way that you are committed to surrounding yourself with people who are, are action-oriented and positive. Um, and I love, I love the way that you have to interview to be a part of your event. And it makes me want to be there. I've got to figure it out. Larry Larry, hey, hey, Daryl, Daryl, okay. I'm, I'm going to speak on behalf of Stephanie and Anna on this one. <laughs> I'm going to text you, Larry. <laughs> See no. if I can get in. Because I'm going to change my phone number after we get off this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I have you in my phone. <laughs> 1-800-CALL-LARRY. There we go, everybody. Yeah, right, right perfect. <laughs> Well, you know, and we talked earlier about networking, surrounding yourself with good people. And the way Larry ended up as one of our speakers was because I'm connected to Mark Hunter. Mm, And I called Mark and we had a speaker drop out. And uh, so I called Mark and I said, hey, who do you recommend? And I I, I will be honest. I said, Mark, you available? 
<laughs> and he graciously said, I wish, but no. But I know this guy. And he likes, he talks about empty I'm like, no, oh my gosh. So, this <laughs> Stephanie, she's like, I'm lobbying for him. I'm lobbying for him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and Stephanie's like, well, I got to listen to all of them, Mom. Which, by the way, for your speakers, we are a mother-daughter team. And we are a darn good mother-daughter team. You will not find a more professional mother-daughter team. Uh, this is not some hokey family. She uh, had me as her MC because she was just hard up. <laughs> she actually, you know, I attended an event recently and I was watching the MC and um, I, I try and go to a bunch of events, right? Because we put on events. But I was watching the MC at this this other event and I was just like, I like the way Anna does it better. Like, like, I was like, yes, that's how you know I did. But I was going to say, you know, Anna, you were talking to, I totally, this speaks to you, Larry. I completely forgot we even interviewed someone else for the spot. Like, I, I totally forgot we had someone else in mind and we, we like, I, you, you're just the only person that fits in that spot in my mind now. So. No, but, but no, but thank you. But there, there's some, I do want to, I want to layer on top of this because, um, it's just a message I think would be good to end this with because whether you're a sales professional, you're a sales leader, um, you're growing your own business or you're inside a team growing business is I want to touch on a social thing for a second is we always used to talk and I'm going to take this back and yeah, I'm going to date myself a little bit, but pre-internet and pre-social, mm -hmm. I mean, the way we built our, our centers of, you know, our circle of excellence, our center of, of influence was a lot different than it is today. It was a lot of face to face and so forth because mm -hmm. we didn't have the luxury of what we have today with technology. Mm -hmm. But I just want to let people know that, you know, when you start thinking about having people that hold you accountable as you grow in your plan and all that, I want you to think out of what you know, when you start building a circle of influence or a center of influence is I've met some of the coolest people and I have some of the best circles of influence. And quite frankly, hardly any of us have shaken hands, mm -hmm. but we've made use of technology to hold us accountable. So, you know, part of being real and part of being genuine and the whole selling from the heart message is as you look into your plan for 2020, start thinking about how you can leverage a network outside of what you know Mm -hmm. because I always say you're one degree of separation from your best sales opportunity. In this case, you might be one degree of separation from that best relationship you'll ever make, but you got to be willing to throw yourself out there because if I didn't throw myself out there, I wouldn't have met Anna and Stephanie. I wouldn't have met, you know, some of the people that I've met now. And, mm -hmm. and I say it with all sincerity is, you know, think about weaving this into your business plan for 2020. Oh, that's good. Yeah, well, that's good. Hey, for sure. I mean, sure. this went so fast. We're going to have to have, have you back and continue this conversation. Maybe we'll do it in the new year after the, the conference. But I just I want to say a sincere thank you to both of you and for um, not just what you're doing, but just the heart behind it is so inspiring. I'm tremendously encouraged. I want to encourage all of our listeners to check out the growretreat.com. Um, follow them on social because I know that you are going to get a continuous dose of encouragement uh, from this power team here. So just uh, Stephanie, Anna, thank you so much for who you are and all you're doing. Thank you guys so much for having us. This was, uh, we're this glad to be here. Well, hey, everybody, until next week, keep being genuine, keep being authentic, keep adding real value. Make a plan to grow in 2020 
And most of all, sell from the heart.